Hello and good evening. Thank you for joining us once again on what seems to be a brand new short that we have compiled for your pleading pleasure. Once again, these shorts are not in any specific or well, will not be released in any specific chronological order. They do take place in between certain events and episodes, and some may even be flashbacks. We hope you enjoy these as much as you've been enjoying our course Chronicle of Darkest Night, and know that these are put together thoughtfully and somewhat deviously by our esteemed coterie for your viewing pleasure. So let us begin. We are greeted by the night. The sun is of course down and the moon in all its dark and ominous glow sits cozily in the sky. It's been a few days since these two kindred last spoke. And once again, our eternal optimist, Kara, finds herself visiting the reputable, shall we say, club of Mr. Alistar Giovanni. She got word from him regarding something very important. A request, you shall say that he was able to administer for her. The knight is still young and optimistic, excitable, and perhaps a little cautious. Kara wasted no time in reaching the Nox Eternum. She is greeted in the similar entrance as she's been to so many times Mr. Giovanni of course advising to his now coterie that entering through the front could be suspicious it presents too many eyes and if they're to be seen with him they're not to be seen at all Demetrius awaits, of course, at the entrance of the parking lot once the rigmarole of gates and guards and the usual guns expected upward but levied down as soon as she's identified take place. And he greets you, Kara. He welcomes you to the Nox Eternum and he bids you patience that the master of the land should be joining you soon we shift our eyes or more appropriately the camera pans over to Alistar Giovanni who is where inside his club to be precise I'm going to be in the basement I'm going to be waiting for her arrival. I'm going to 
I've received the message that she wants to talk and that I have responded in kind that tonight's going to be okay and that we can talk tonight about this specific uh, incident or this specific subject. So I will have preparations made for her to be greeted and welcomed into the club and into the basement. So I will be in the meeting room as where we met Khan and had a hole punched in it by Lance. Still hasn't been repaired, we see. No. It's memories. It allows us to remember. Uh Uh-huh. So, with not much waiting, the Mayordomo of the Nox Eternum, if we shall put it so, Class A, smiles at you, nods to you, and says, Miss Lee, my boss is expecting you, as I'm sure you're well aware. He bid me take you to the meeting room for a light conversation before the events proceed. If you would be so kind as to follow me, I will direct you to him with immediacy. The large frame man turns around and gestures to you to move forward. I nod and I say thank you to him and I just, I go forward. Doors almost as if, well, you know it's not as if, you know they're watching you. As if cameras are watching, lay open. Gentlemen, who you're so used to seeing the many faceless, nameless, though not literally, this is not that kind of establishment. Um, faceless, nameless men clad in suits open the door for you and they nod to you, they don't really speak to you, and they gesture the same way that Demetrius has. And he says, Demetrius, you hear his voice in the back, ma'am, he is in the meeting room. The one your, uh, your fellow so creatively decorated. He is awaiting you immediately, ma'am. Please go right ahead, down the hall. I shall be right behind you. Thank you. And I just go forward. I don't really say anything. I don't know. I wouldn't know what else to say. <laughs> As intended. You reach, of course, the door. The door. You pass that door, and then you get all the way to the meeting room. You recognize it because it's not so far from the interrogation room. And even though many of these doors have the same look, you kind of orient yourself. You've been to some of these places before. You pass on your left is the door to your pad. A couple doors down, you find the interrogation room. And then on the right of that, a couple doors down from that is the meeting room. As if to make sure you don't enter a room you're not supposed to, Demetrius says, that's the door right there, ma'am. Allow me. And he somehow, very weirdly, very agilely for a human, of course, manages to keep right behind you, 
at a respectful pace and opens the door for you and welcomes you in. Ah, Kara, please come on in. Uh, can we, uh, Demetrius? Can we find her something? Are you are you hungry? Could you can we get you anything? And I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna give her a hug. I'm going to accept that hug. I'm still like seemingly hesitant, but like once he's there, I just like full on. Mm-hmm. Um, Artemis, I... like, is that a brawl roll? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull back and be. Are you hungry? Can I get you anything before we? go into this thank you but um thank you for seeing me on such short notice i know you must be busy with other things <laughs> don't worry about it i told you i'd help you now um is the room prepared demetrius sir yes sir we have everything you need and um in case miss lee here does get a bit peckish we do have some ethically sourced um prepackaged foods if you uh, get my drift ma'am we are ready for anything you may need and of course privacy has been ordered and we have toned down by a few decibels the music up above so you should not have any even though the room is of course special in that nature there should be no nothing interrupting the proceedings sir Thank you. Uh, please, can we have a seat before we begin? I'd like to have a word about maybe what you can expect. Okay. I'm going to gesture to the seats and take down one, not at the head of the table, but one close to where we were standing. Demetrius closes the door and gives you privacy. Uh, do you sit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So yeah. I do sit and I kind of look anxious. Uh, towards him, like, kind of waiting for what he's going to say. No. I have looked at the ring you've given me, and I can swish some of your fears that this is a fetter. This is important to him, so we can contact him. That being said, I don't know what state he's going to be in when he's summoned. Shadowlands is not a good place, not a nice place, especially for a kindred. Especially for a kindred with his ideals that can make a lot of enemies. So, I want you to be prepared for what we're going to walk into, what we're going to see. There's a good chance that he's not the person you remember. I, I, I know maybe it's silly, but I viewed him even when I was alive as a, a god among men. He's that important to me. If somehow he were to turn out to be the Abrahamic god from the Bible, I don't think I would care. I think I'd still accept that. I'm not sure that he would have changed characteristically, but more he may not be as strong or as empowering as he was before. He is just a, a soul. He has, no, he has no body, no no form to attach with it. So, be prepared for this. I'm going to walk in. 
No, take out the ring, concentrate for a bit, and call him forth from the Shadowlands. And he should make an appearance. The room will be a little bit darker. It won't be as well lit as before. It's going to give him ample space to move around and be among the shadows. So I think that's that's everything. Are you... Are you sure you don't want anything before we go in? Something to maybe take your mind off of it, maybe ease you into this. Think, I don't think anyone can be eased into this, Aliasar, but thank you. Of course. With that, I'm going to stand up and uh, make my way to the door and open it and say, Demetrius, we're going to go to the room. Um, but when we get in there, this will be a private matter between her and her sire. So if I need you, I'll have a core call for you. Sure. I'll make sure uh, everything is safe and sound as it should be, sir. I appreciate that. And I'll walk over to the door and gesture the door that she remembers, I imagine, very well. And the door gesture for, for her to come closer and I'll open it for her again. I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, follow through after he opens the door. You notice that Lumpy isn't here anymore. Big ol' Carlo. Lumpy that was in the door. Yes, he's not He's not here anymore. He oh, no, is... Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, Giancarlo's? Yeah, head of staff, sir. yeah. Don't forget. The gentleman is of course not here which lets you know that this is a very if 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 what happened before had security the fact that there's nobody here this time lets you understand the merit of privacy that Aliastar places in doing this favor for you he knows this is meaningful to you and he doesn't want anybody to see you in whichever way that you may react or hear or anything this is meaningful even to him as a friend of you, if that is what you could call him. Oh. Doors plays open and you're greeted by the same dark room. Stepping into it, even though the, thr- the thrums and the hums and the, pulsation, the pulsations of music in the club rumble through the bottom of it in that room, you don't know if he decided to add extra concrete layer to it or what but it's dead dead inside as usual and there is a coldness about the room you could almost say that it's marked with things shall we say in the room where you saw of course before the bodies of the men is instead an altar it is what you can describe as a ritualistic altar it has a center and there are pillars on each corner of the altar and around it there is a small surrounding sea of black candles all already lit in the way to you 
The candles are all different heights, different burns, but they all feel as if they've been placed exactly where they need to go. And the fire creates this cornucopia of tongues. Steady and ambient. I'm going to look you towards Kara just to see her reaction to the room that she had a very meaningful moment in before. I clearly look um, very um, desensitized and I still seem nervous just by how my hand seems to be jittering but I just I exhale once trying to compose myself I'm going forward almost impressed I'm gonna follow her in and I'm going to prepare to start the ritual <clears throat> is there anything you do or sit at before we begin Kara? Uh, I'll, I'll just be over by the corner I don't know anything about this as I'm sure you gathered already I don't want to disturb you this of course and um, in advance almost there is a singular solitary ottoman with armrests placed by the far edge of the room, a few, you'd say maybe a meter or two away from the door. Demetrius nods at his master, gestures to the seat, ma'am, I think you'll want to sit for this. And he then retreats, bows, and closes the door. And the echo of the door closing is the last thing you hear before you're left alone in the room of death with a necromancer. I'm going to walk towards that same chalked circle as before. Oddly enough, no blood stains the ground, though the chalk doesn't look like it's been redrawn. And I'm going to walk up and I'm going to slightly tug off the ring and I'm going to place it in the center of the circle. I'm going to take a little bit step back and I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to start mumbling and if you listen in closely which you can I'm going to be repeating his name over and over again as if calling him forth from farther a far way away You zero in on Alistar. There's nothing else really to watch in this room other than, of course, the ornamented ritualistic altar and that familiar signet ring that had gotten you through so many nights of despair, so many nights of abuse through Alexi and confusion and lossless hope. You... Focus your eyes closer to that as if as if expecting for some sort of Scooby-Doo kind of ghost to just jump out of it and greet you with open arms. But that is not what happens. 
as he chants, that coldness, that coldness that you felt when you came into this room, that same chill in your bones that you felt when he cheated and laughed at death and brought humans back to life as his servants, it fills the room. And you begin to see a black smoke begin to come from the ring slowly and you want your brain wants to tell you that you're seeing your sire but it feels almost as if it is once again and you've seen this before it is somebody's idea of themselves but it is shattered it's broken it's misshapen it's misformed it's all the effects of the final death and what living in the undead realm as a predator who abused and killed and murdered to live have been subjected to and how they see themselves come back to this realm and it's not pretty. You can spot vague traces his flecks of his hair, one eye, a crooked, broken smile. His features are broken and misshapen. You think it's Thomas. Something your heart really wants to tell you, it's Thomas. And the ghost is a faint cloud emanating from the rain in the immediate presence of Mr. Aliastar. It almost blocks his face. It never expands more than the little bit you can see. just reach a hand out over to her without taking my eyes off of the spirit no Kara if you'd like a word I go I go ahead and I walk forward um I'm clearly just spellbound just like looking towards what I assume is what remains of my sire and I just I just stand there as I get closer. Professor, is that you? Talk to your child. Is he just deteriorating like this? Is he just not a man anymore? There's a way, there's a process, there's a discipline that I can fully bring him back. I can... I wouldn't bring him back as he was. 
I'd bring him back as a... as a human. A mortal. But that's... It's so far down the line. It's so... I have, I'm not there. I'm, I'm not strong enough. I'm not able to. And... He doesn't have the time. Well... And you're gonna see him think as if... He's guarded for a moment. There is another way but it's not it's not one that's going to be easy what is it the problem isn't him it's me it's that I'm not strong enough and he doesn't have the time to last much longer at all. The only way that I can get stronger fast enough would be to diablerize someone. And That's not looked upon well in this society. If I were to if I were to do that, I'd need I'd need to find somebody that we could eliminate. I'd need to find somebody that we could get rid of and I wouldn't be found out. <laughs> you would need to be okay with it. Because I, I can't do it by myself. What we're doing is beyond morality. What do you want me to do? I want to know when the time comes and we have someone that you'll help me and you'll make sure that I can do what needs to be done to save your sire. My word is bond. You have it. I'm willing to do this for you. I will... I will get stronger for myself, for you, and for Thomas. And it's going to be tough. But we'd be able to bring him back. Don't know if. I understand how all of you see me. I know how all of you see me. I'm not a child anymore. 
I can't be. You won't allow me to be. You are a part of my family now. You are strong. But we both need to be stronger. And if you need something done, you're going to need to use that strength to get it done. There's something I want to tell you, but can we keep this between us, please? <laughs> and I'll almost laugh to break that tension, that long pause. And <laughs> well, we have secrets now. <laughs> but this is different. I've never been that hard. I've never had a sex before now, but. I I have extracurricular activities and I have contacts with some people that the Camarilla would look down upon should they know. What do you mean? Have you ever heard of Theo Bell? I have. He's, to be quite honest, I believe he's quite similar to the Giovanni, to an extent. He, as far as I know, he was both sides. Don't know what he is now, but... What is he? He's not with the Camarilla, he is just off of ideology, I suppose you would say, an anarch. But he believes in sect neutrality. I don't care about sect, I really don't. I find it all to be silly. But I'm only here because I realize that I couldn't do anything by just staying independent anymore. I abhor violence. I do. You have to understand that. I do. I saw what happened in New York. It's a terrible thing. But I've been organizing outside of this on my free time. And there's this group of people that I don't want to say fanatic, but they are fervorous when it comes to ripping down walls. And these are your friends? I suppose friend is the term that we could use for it, yes. And in an odd sense of thought, you're more like me than I thought you were, Kara. 
and I'm curious how she responds to that. fight for and I want to fight for that. I don't know how similar we are. I think that maybe you still see me as a kid. <laughs> and I wouldn't blame you for it. I'm about to cry again. <laughs> but... I'll walk up to her and I'll do a similar motion to the thing I did last time and on the this time I'll use blush of life and have a warm hand and I'll set that warm hand on her and I'll say like last time I'll tell you the same thing you make your own choices it may have been his dream but you're the one deciding to do the action to make it a reality you are going to fulfill your dream. Won't be a runt anymore, Alia Star. I don't know what I'm going to have to do, but I won't you... fail you, and I won't fail him. I believe in you, and I believe you stopped being a run when you made your own choice. I'll help you with this too. Can you just not tell anyone else about this? I, I know that we're supposed to be with the Camarilla now, and I understand that. I do, but... I think if anyone can understand your position, it's the one that wasn't a part of any sect and couldn't be, and couldn't further their political desires as part of a, his family. I understand, and I won't tell anyone your secrets. Thank you. I... Don't have much to offer, but again, I I'll do whatever I can. Just tell me, please. We'll both get stronger until we need to make the pivotal choice to make both of our dreams come true. You know, I, I know it's silly, but I remember when, like, right before I was going to be embraced, I wore this exact outfit, and 
I remember I was so angry about something. I don't remember what it was, but I just, I ended up getting in trouble with some cops and I thought he would admonish me and just yell at me, but he said that there are people that are incapable of struggle. And I think I see what he means now. On that note, to hear a knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. I'll, like, collect myself and stride over to it and open it up. Yes? Sir, we have some gentlemen from the system here. They are following up with the incidents from nights past. I think you may want a word. Very much so. Um... Have they been here before? These are new delivery men, an ever-so-changing cater that these, uh, vagabonds seem to find, but, uh, I'll have them be screened and they can wait in the garage as the rest of the, uh, delivery men usually do. Alrighty. Um, I'll turn back to Kara and I'll say... Now, <clears throat> that was, that was a deal, but in the world that we live in, we cannot stop and we cannot take a breath. So, I have business to attend to with these delivery men. Would you care to join? I'll let you make up your own decision, your own mind. I'll come along. I'll walk out. And as Demetrius escorts you all, the camera fades to black, and that's the end of our episode. Thank you all for watching. We hope you enjoy it. Have a good night.